Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Are you looking for a pair of sunglasses that are as about a good time as we are here at the corner booth? Well, look no further. Yeats official sunglasses are polarized, stylish, and fit any occasion. All of us here at the corner booth, we each got a pair. We're rocking right now in studio. You want yours? Go to yeatsofficial.com, promo code CORNERBOOTH for 10% off, and get your pair now. My personal recommendation, the Aquas, always fly as hell. Enjoy it. Yeats Official, official sponsor of the Corner Booth Podcast. You are now in the Corn Roof Podcast, a sports podcast from Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network. Here is your host, Jared Clinton. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this of the Corn Roof Podcast. I am your host, Jared Clinton, alongside my former intern, Samir, and now the sidekick, rocking a Def Leppard shirt. And there we go. Favorite song by them, by the way, photograph. Off that album, surprisingly, he's wearing. Great song. Um, also, the rookie, J.D. Davis. So, Samir, by the way, the reason we're asking your picks beforehand on Miami versus uh, in New England, if you missed on the Miami-New England pick, you went 0-6 this week. Holy you, shit. You didn't get a single point. You didn't even stick with your heart with the Ducks? I didn't. Mookie, it was Mookie's fault, man. Yeah, I just was don't like – All right, so, Samir, this, this shouldn't come as a shocker. Don't listen to Mookie. That's He's a good point. Bad you know, we connected. We really He's connected. Bad influence, uncle. Week. Nobody should ever listen to. <laughs> All right, but boys, we had a. I mean, I had somehow a successful weekend in football, sort of. Um, I had the worst sports weekend of my life. Yeah, JD had a later. rough week. Samir yeah. had a kind of. Had Samir, listen, Samir was on cloud nine on Saturday. We'll talk about that in a little bit. It's not really one breaking story besides what happened last night and what happened was announced like an hour ago. But besides that, man, Samir had a great Saturday. He was balling out. Man, that was one. I I mean, and like I didn't understand. You know, as as someone that was an outsider, I didn't understand. I didn't understand college football. I didn't understand, you know, the uh, connections people have with these teams. I watched this fucking game, you guys, and I fell in love with the Oregon Ducks. Every single – play i was like just into i don't know why they're like for some reason you can connect to a college football team in a college football game so like at such a deep level i mean i guess any football game in general but it's the atmosphere it's it is like the history it carries weight throughout like even the broadcast it like really make it a big deal you know it's cool man it's really cool and i love oregon and i fucking Love CJ Verdell. He's my favorite player. He's awesome. He rocks. And Oregon, who knows? You know, the the sky's the limit. I I guess. We'll get we'll get more into that game in a little bit, obviously. But uh, let's we gotta talk about what first. First off, breaking news: uh, Raheem Moser is officially out for the season, making season-ending surgery. 
it was announced about an hour before uh, showtime. Unfortunately, because Moser, I think, is still one of the most explosive uh, running backs in the league. Yeah. So, Trey um, Sermon time, baby. There we go. <laughs> Elijah Mitchell time. Even he was like a healthy scratch. Yeah, crazy. Um, and then also we got to talk about last night. Because last night, so a little backstory. You know, I'm on vacation, ladies and gents, as you, you all know. But, of course, my commitment to this podcast is unwavering. I'm still here. Unwavering. unwavering. Our fearless leader. That's right. Yeah, who can't apparently figure out grammar. Um, I was, you know, we were, we were having a bonfire last night. We were drinking. We were just having a good time. And I realized it was a game unless I was checking on it periodically, but it really wasn't like piquing my interest. I was like, ah, well, Baltimore's going to see injuries. The Raiders aren't going to be that good. And then I, I like kind of just flipped through the channels in like the fourth quarter, maybe like two minutes left. I'm like, oh my God, it's tied. What the hell just happened? So I watched it from about the two minute warning through overtime. And I was just like, this is the best like 30 minutes of football I've watched all weekend. Let's fucking go. It was a great. First off, shout out to the right Derek Carr for just stepping into every throw and just taking shots and just getting balls out. Brian Edwards, if you don't have this kid in your fantasy team yet, go he's get good. him. I have, he's on my he's on my bench right now. I kind of yeah. scooped him knowing what he was gonna do. You need him. Of course, Darren Waller is a monster. You can't deny that. He's the best receiving tight end in the league, in my opinion. Uh at least the most explosive. He got and 20 he, targets. Gee, they, just, they want to get him the ball, <laughs> which is even more deadly because at least with you see, Gruden said he he thinks he's the best player he's ever coached. He dropped a few. I will say that as someone yeah. who I'm in fantasy. Oh, I contested. LA Rollock contested. Mark Andrews didn't jack shit. Um, what's crazy was that strip sack by Carl Nassib at the end, like right before, right in overtime. That was insane. That whole yeah. sequence towards the end was funny as hell because yeah. they're jogging out the field goal unit after the Derek Carr interception in the end zone on the previous drive. The game they're was like, over. They're like, we're not taking any chances, and there was a delay game, and they got the guys back on the field, and Carr, I thought he was throwing the ball away off his back foot, and I just see there's a number seven just... running on the sideline. I'm like, wait a minute, there was a guy there? So the ESPN cameraman there should have been like, hey, uh, guys, there's somebody who kind of leaked out the backfield. That was the weirdest football game over time I think I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I mean, you had them thought they won. Even Lamar, like, went over and, and, like, the Ravens thought they won. Like, it wasn't even like the Ravens were like, hold on, hold on. They went over. We're congratulating them. Game over. The entire time, I'm like, I think he's down. Like, I, I would have told everyone to chill out. I, the refs, I don't think, did a great job of that. He was down. Then he false start. Should have been game over because you're at the one. False start. And then he throws the pick, and you're like, oh, my God. If the Raiders lose this game, first time in Vegas with fans, like this will be one of the biggest collapses of a game I've ever seen. Uh, and luckily, they the defense stepped up. Uh, like you said, Carl Naz with the big sack, strip, whatever. Uh, Crosby was a beast. Uh, the Ravens got problems at, I think, right tackle. or One yeah. of the tackles could not slow down Crosby at all. But that overtime was that, – that game in general, what a great start for football in Vegas. What a great start because that was the most Vegas football game I've ever seen. I'm going to talk about this a little more in the one-sentence game, but I'm starting to worry because the way that game was played, I know it's week one, but there's like certain things you can tell from a team how they play in week one. One of them is how do they, how do they close out a lead? How do they keep a lead? Can you, can you? Yeah, the, the Ravens got out to what? Was it 20 to 7 at one point? Before the injuries, you would have said J.K. Dobbins. That's how you keep a lead. Yeah, J.K. Dobbins. You have Marcus Peters. Marcus Peters defending the pass. Gus, the Gus boss, breaking tackles. But it's – I'm looking at this. I'm like, 
I don't think they can close leads. I think they got to hope they can get such a big lead in the first couple of quarters where they can just pull their foot off the gas just enough to sustain the lead. I, I don't know. So, all right. Yeah, that game was insane. Uh, good for Vegas. Good for Raiders fans. Uh, get to start with the win. Um, it always sucks when you don't. Also, did you guys watch any of the Eli Payton broadcast? Because I need that every week of my life. That was incredible. They're that saying the that they're gonna. They're saying that they might do the actual broadcast for the Giants Chiefs game week eight. Oh, that'd be sweet. Yeah, I yeah. think I saw something like they were gonna try to do it like ten times throughout the season. But that's like the worst possible game. Like that's just like the literally the worst. Well, yeah, they're testing it out, but I, I found it. I, I mean, obviously, I like the uh, Manning brothers a lot. I think most people do, expect, even if you hated them when they played. They're funny. The only person I know who doesn't like either of them is Kevin, but that's a that's yeah. reason. Well, yeah, you know. Uh, but they also, like, it wasn't just them. It was awesome. They had different guests on, if you didn't catch it. Um, Travis Kelsey was on there. Uh, the whole fourth quarter had uh, Russell Wilson, and that was really fun, listening to those three kind yeah, of BS cool. about football. Um, who else did they have? They had uh, – uh, Ray Lewis was on for a little bit. So, yeah, it was it was just kind of cool little side different option to broadcast. If it's like a game I care about, I'm probably watching the regular broadcast. But for a game like that, it was kind of fun. Nice. All right. We're going to get into college quick. We already kind of opened up with it. We got to talk about the big story. It's a big new kickoff game. You know, it's so funny. Me and uh, the boys were out, uh, Mr. Maserati, uh, Kevin, my brother-in-law, and a couple of the people we were out just clamming, going to get fresh clams for linguine clam sauce, like a delicacy out here. Mm. And uh, we're out working out in the bay, drinking beers at 9 a.m., you know, the whole nine yards, having a good time. We get back, and then we're all a little buzzed, and we're just watching this game. And from start to finish, I said to Kevin, because Kevin was clean, helping my dad and, and my cousin clean off some stuff, and I was over helping them as well, or my boy. And I was just like, I'm like, guys, Oregon's winning. And they're like, wait, what? <laughs> and then I kept walking back in. I kept checking the score while we were kind of just setting up and getting ourselves all good and making lunch and making sure we were good to go. And I'm like, guys, Oregon's up by two touchdowns. And it just – it continuously just was like, guys, Oregon's doing this. Guys, it, it, it didn't feel real until that last sack – is that first sack. I was like, oh, my God, they could do this. Yeah, um, well, I never State really like, cared about college football. Uh, you know that. Never really cared much, you know. Oh, everything Samir said it. earlier, never Day, cared. Day. I think Ohio yeah. State, honestly, their roster 52 through um, 53 through 2 is great. They look good. I love Olave's wide receiver. Their defensive line was getting after it. But they just looked a little uninspired, and I just don't like their quarterback. It's not it, see that that's where it, you didn't watch it because it, it was not the quarterback's fault. Oh no, he made good yeah, throws. There were, he made good throws, but there were a couple where I'm just like, dude. The person to blame here, his name is Kerry Combs. He's the defensive coordinator. He's from he was at Ohio State for a while, then went to Tennessee for a while. Great position coach, cannot call a scheme to save his life. It's that's like he's the, never seen an RPO in his I, life. Yeah, this, bad linebacker is very vanilla. Line. Like the whole defensive scheme yep. from start to yep. finish seemed very like, all right, everyone stay home, do their job. Oh, get out of here. Stop but, playing man-to-man. If you want to went to zone, that kid is not that good. Like I, He's good. Your, your quarterback, solid. But they made him look incredible at these RPOs because it was man coverage and they're making him pick. And so go to a zone. Play a little cover two or something. And they just kind of refused to do that. It, it was tough to watch. Um, defense was very frustrating. I actually thought Stroud 
made some big time throws in that second half. He threw for 450 yards and like three touchdowns. Like he was not the problem at all. I wouldn't think he's the problem. I just think he's a little overhyped. The overhype, I guess, comes it's the from accurate, JD. It's just the accuracy to me. There was a couple of balls that were in key positions where they, the ball sailed, and I'm like, oh god, man, come on. Yeah, no, especially I, early. I, but that gets especially early. But yeah, you know, it's early. He's a freshman. He'll be fine by next year. I'm not worried about that. Right. But in this game, I it, he it, it was. You're right. The defense just was playing so vanilla. I could fi- I was reading the coverage sitting on the TV room. I'm on top of the TV rooms below the floor of where I'm standing right now. If I'm sitting, if I'm, I was sitting there on Saturday watching the whole game, just sitting there bewildered. I'm like, that's a four. That's a cover two, cover two man. Every time. What the hell are they doing? Yeah. Or they'd show blitz and it'd be a cover one or cover zero. And I'd be like, here's what it is. You got a young quarterback like that. We're used to Justin Fields, just, you know, making Justin Fields fixes a lot of problems that you don't notice because he's out there. You needed Good defense play in a running game to help out your freshman quarterback in his first the running game, game wasn't really there, and, and it wasn't there. No, that's what I'm saying. You needed good defense in a running game or something to kind of rely on, and then let him make plays when they need to. AKA what they did against Minnesota in the second half, uh, and and it just wasn't there. I, I'm not upset with CJ. He's young. Um, thought he actually played pretty damn good in the second half. I mean, 450 yards. Like I, I don't think that that uh, Oregon defense is any schlubs. Um, yeah, they just got down early. That defense just couldn't make a stop when they, they went 99 yards once. Uh, they were stuck at the one and, and drove about 60 yards the other time. Um, just couldn't get timely stops, couldn't get off the field third down. Uh, credit to Oregon. They played awesome. Uh, Oregon people, very nice. I was down in Columbus. Very nice. Um, gracious winners for the most part. And, uh, you know, kind of fun to BS with and talk to on Friday night. Actually, just a little side note, witnessed the most Oregon-Ohio conversation I've ever heard. It was this drunk uh, college girl talking to this dude who's probably like 40 from Oregon. And she goes, so you're telling me you guys can just smoke weed like anywhere? And he's like, yeah. He's like, that's crazy. It was the most <laughs> Ohio-Oregon conversation I've ever heard. I mean, that's how, that's how it is up here. In that's how it is up here on the vineyard, man. Like, I was walking into town. Like, I smell bud everywhere. Like, And they're like, yeah, it's legal up here, right? And up until January, June 1st on Connecticut, it wasn't recreational to have it in public. So up here, it's like, you know, you could just break a bowl out whenever you want to. But Yeah, it's not recreational in Ohio. So yeah, I that feel was, like that's going to be a couple years out there, J.D. Boy. I, it'll be everywhere soon. But Yeah. Um, Samir, final thoughts on Oregon, Ohio. Congratulations, State. Samir. I, uh, now I'm rooting for you guys. I will say season's not over. Season's not over. Oh, no, no, no. no. Still they can still make the playoff. I but still that have y'all win the Big Ten. That being said, they can still make, if they win the Big Ten with one loss, they probably make the playoff. That being said, the way we played Saturday, we will have more than one loss. So we got to fix stuff if we want it. But season's in front of us. I'm now. I'm nervous that we'll have a, one of those games that Trap game. we shouldn't lose. Yeah, we're gonna. I think we might have like that game at Washington might be a collapse game. Is what I feel like. Something like that. God, Washington looked terrible at Michigan. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Was it 17 nothing fourth quarter before they got on the board? They were so bad. That game was was puke to watch, by the way. But sorry. And especially with USC firing their head coach now, I do like like our chances in the Pac 10. Do you play UCLA in the regular season? I don't think so. Okay. So uh, that'll be definitely your hardest game, and it'll probably be in the Pac 12 championship. Um, Oh, we yeah. do. We do. October twenty third. 
Oh. Ooh. You might have total trap games. Here they come. But Pac-12. That's our, that's our one big game. Pac-12 is trap game central, though. Yeah, Washington State on the road on a Friday. You know, like weird shit like yeah. that. Yeah. I'm yeah. saying that that's a Anybody game. And I also but... think October is where, like, the big schools always take a stupid L. Like, it's always October. Yeah, because that's always, like, the heart of conference play, right? You play, yeah, like, one or two conference up, games they, at the end of September. They slip up in between, like, a, a cupcake and a, a hard game, and they just right. kind of get sloppy. Yep. All right. Speaking of the Big Ten getting sloppy, Iowa, Iowa State. Whoo. My Hawkeyes, baby. The Cyhawk Bowl or whatever, the Cyhawk Trophy or Cyhawk Trophy, yep. Cy, whatever the hell it's called, whatever it is. It was That game was so much fun. It was grindy. It was nasty. And at the end, Kirk Ferentz and the boys pulled it off, and I was very happy because yep. that was the one point I got this week, and I was very happy about that. Yeah, I've, I was high on the Hawkeyes coming in. Um I kind of got Jared on board with that too. Now he was, he was too, but I think I, I helped confirm that, that thought process. Um, yeah. They look really good, man. They're, they're, they're just their typical Iowa team that has a couple playmakers, uh, some just a stout defense and uh, they play, they play in the big 10 West and I don't know who beats them in the big 10 West and um, fingers crossed. We, West. <laughs> yeah. Fingers crossed. We, we uh, make it to the big 10 championship. I want them to keep winning too. Cause that, as someone who now has a loss, I want Penn State to be good. I want Michigan to be good. I want Iowa to be good. So when we have a chance to play them, it looks better. But, yeah, they look good. Um, I uh, I had Iowa in that game. I thought uh, – I could that line – is that the line of the weekend, though, that didn't make any sense to anybody? Like, I get well, Iowa State my, was home, but – Was it minus three and a half for uh, Iowa State? Yeah, it was something like that. And it was – I like, I guess I just don't – it seemed almost like what, are the, what does Vegas know? kind of thing because I didn't get that line at all, but it, it turns out they, they didn't really know much because I, I we were right with Iowa there. Oh, yeah. You know, it, it's it, it's crazy to me because I watched the game. was That was the game where I kind of had to, like, go in and out because I was trying to get everything ready to go before the 7 o'clock game yeah. kicked off. So I was trying to, like, get my stuff together and everything else. But I, I kept checking in on it, and it was just – it seemed like who, regardless of who had the ball, it was the same tempo, same type of game. By the way, Iowa State's facility is gorgeous. Holy hell, that was beautiful to look at. But Matt um, Campbell's a great coach too. Oh yeah, very good coach. Was it uh, four straight winning seasons for the first time in Iowa State history? Yeah, I mean that the Iowa State is not a program that has any business being nationally relevant as they are, and that's well, Matt Campbell. Not Toledo product, by the way. He was at UT before him. Go Rockets! Um, Who almost beat Notre Dame? Go Rockets! Purdy's not so good, huh? You know, you know. Okay, what's perfect transition, by the way? Because we have five games to talk about, basically. Um, Notre Dame makes me happy right now. They are so bad, so bad. Worst two and O team. Florida State gets smacked. The team that just gave them trouble, and then you have Toledo comes in. Toledo, who the last time I remember us playing Toledo, we beat them so bad. They played in twenty seventeen. It was you went to the Glass Bowl. I was yeah. shocked that you made that trip. And then in 2018 or 19, I think we beat the, the brakes off you guys. I don't remember. Either Toledo? way, Toledo, you beat Toledo. But yeah, you went to Toledo. My friend made uh, Convicts versus Rockets t-shirts and made like 400 bucks on it, actually. But but yeah, yes, you did. It was I couldn't believe they came to the Glass Bowl, but yes. yeah, Toledo, good MAC program, I will say. Toledo's a great MAC program. Also, yeah. Toledo Rockets, awesome mascot. Yeah, um, great colors. Great colors. 
kind of reminds me of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers a little bit. But anyway, so just ugly. Notre Dame is just not a good roster. Like, I never thought I'd say this, but Ian Book covered up some flaws on that defense and that offense. They lost a lot other than him, too. But I, I, I understand solid, that, but, yeah, like, they're all yeah. no, It's just atrocious. It looks yep. so boring and bland, and their defense can't stop anything. It was like, oh, God, dude, guys. You got Wisconsin's backup. Did you think it was going to be flashy? Like, Ooh, no, <laughs> playing no, no, quarterback? No. Like, okay, so who their next – I think Notre Dame's got a pretty tight schedule this year, too, so it's – They do. They play Cincinnati. Uh, they play <sighs> – who else do they they play? Uh, somebody else. Oh, North Carolina. They play. Oh, that's two losses. Um, right there. Yeah, and I think maybe somebody else good from the ACC or on the upper level of the ACC. Maybe Virginia is Tech Notre or something. Dame, I don't know. How is Notre Dame still ranked eighth? Sweet Undefeated, God. I guess. And oh my people Lord. lost. Yeah, that doesn't make a. They play of sense Wisconsin. Though. They play no. They play uh, Purdue next week. Oh, they do play uh, Wisconsin, don't they? We know Purdue, man. Yeah, they play Wisconsin in Soldier Field, I believe. Yeah, Wisco at Soldier Field. That'll be kind of just cool. Off. Then after Wisco, they They'll take off Cincinnati. Then Virginia Tech. Yep. Then USC. Then Notre Dame. And then they finally get a week game in Navy. And then they get, like, Virginia, Georgia Tech. So the end of their season, not bad. These are murderers That's, row lineup. I see three for sure, maybe four losses. Like, they just, unless losing. they do something massive, man, because yeah. they look okay, terrible. Okay, so at Virginia Tech, they're at Blacksburg. That's a loss. I believe that's a Saturday night game. They'll lose too. to Cincy. Lose to Cincy. They'll lose, lose to Wisconsin. To Wisconsin. Yeah. They'll lose to North Carolina. It's a coin flip against um, USC. I could see them pulling out maybe a North Carolina or I could see, attack, but not pulling. See, yeah, they're going to lose to one of those teams. And they're going to lose to possibly USC as well. But then Navy, Virginia, Virginia uh, Notre USC. Dame, Georgia Tech, and Stanford, they'll beat. USC looked like a disaster against a Stanford team that's over under win total this year was four and a half. Yeah, USC and they got, atrocious, but yeah, USC, USC, always play, a, USC always plays them hard, though. That's true. Rivalry game. Every push, push. year, they always play them hard, regardless of what schmuck they have playing quarterback now. All right. Finally, J.D., your upset pick of the week, courtesy of uh, uh, Mr. Kevin. I did like the pick. I will say. Oh, yes. No, I'm not, I put, I'm not I doubting you. I'm not I doubting your, your ability to, like, like – Respect Kevin's pick. Right. And what's so funny is I messed up Kevin, the rule. That's my bad. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Because it's all you want. Who cares? Um, I got it now, though. I won't mess it up. Yeah. We're sitting here. We're, we're, we're cracking beers. We're watching TV. We're like hanging out outside playing long games, whatever. And Kevin looks at, looks at his phone, looks at me. He goes, Kev, he goes, Jared. I'm like, what? He goes, Arkansas is up on Texas. I'm like, how bad? He goes, like 15, 20, 14. Like a lot, yeah. I was like, what? (laughs) And I'm like, (laughs) I'm just, I'm sitting there with a beer in my hand like, what's happening right now? We're back. Yeah. How does it feel? How does it feel, Texas fans? How does it feel? If any motherfucker ever again compares Texas to Miami, I will, like, close fist slap them. Fair. Close fist. Like, That's a punch, Jared. That's full on haymaker. <laughs> like I'm trying to knock your teeth through the back of your spinal cord. I'll admit I didn't watch that game. I watched the highlights. Um, it wasn't on because you know, Mich- Ohio State. When you're in Columbus, the two biggest games on of the weekend are Ohio State and whoever Michigan, whoever's playing Michigan. So that was on all the big screens and the bars and stuff. But it was just kind of on in the side there and. Uh, yeah, I, I tell you what, Arkansas did look good. Um, and uh, that West is behind Bama. I don't know how good it is. I don't think LSU is that good. I don't think Auburn's that good. 
So who knows? Maybe maybe Arkansas will actually finally win some conference games. I think they have like six wins in the conference in the last. They have single digit wins in the last three years in the conference or something like that. So they've been a disaster. So good for them. But Texas, this is more of an indictment on Texas. You're trying to go to the SEC. You're trying to pretend you're on the level of Oklahoma. Your brand is. Your team is not. You just got dillywhacked against the SEC's bottom of the barrel. Good luck in a couple of years. The only thing that made this better for us is Vandy who beat him. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> we can only dream. God, I love, love watching. I love Vandy. Watching Texas Gotta love Vandy because they're just there to keep the, um, the like school excellence of SEC. That's why they're in there. They get, they get to be for their baseball. token. Like, this baseball. is a really, really good school. Yeah, for baseball. Um, and baseball. Great baseball. Yeah. Elite level dynasty I've baseball. been on that baseball stadium. Fun fact. It's, I heard it's gorgeous. It's awesome. It's so cool. All right. Last game we're going to cover before we get to the one sentence game that we head on out of here. Oh, my Miami Hurricanes against the oh, freaking Appalachian State Mountaineers. Good freaking. I, oh I have no idea what happened. God, that game gave me a freaking brain aneurysm. My, okay, so, well, first, App State always plays up to competition. Kevin was correct on that one. I gave him credit uh, when I said it. Yeah, to him. solid program. Two, Miami. Derek King still one hundred percent. He looked slow. He looked a little hobbled. Did break a nice forty yard run though. Miami was playing sloppy all night. They were penalties galore, and the work. And then you know, a special teams touchdown here, and a blow. A sloppy uh, communication on defense there, and Donald Chaney going down after scores touchdown. It just it Miami felt like they were just so worn out from Alabama the week before that they were just like thinking they were going to roll over App State, and they came out looking slow. But you know, the better team ended up winning it. Also, by the way, App State's a very good football team. I was very I was looking I was looking up guys at the end. I was like, oh my god, okay, I shouldn't have ripped on these guys that hard during the week. Because App State's really kind of decent at, at their, at least their conference level. What was the – was it actually like chance of losing late? Like what was the score? I really Miami didn't... hit a field goal down by one with like two minutes to go. Oh, that's bad. That's like you almost lost. Yeah, no, we did almost lose. It was bad. Like I was wow. having rain out of Wow. The thing is like App State's really good for their conference. Still. It's not an excuse. I know, I know. Still. But – Miami looked so beat up from the week before that they looked asleep for 80% of the game. So, hope they take on Michigan State next week, Samir's former uh, squad. I'm not going to lie. Michigan State, nasty running back, looked good against Northwestern. Stop. Might be my preview for my upset. Miami has not looked good. I would would love for you to – Where is that game? Uh, I think it's in Cole Gables. Okay. That helps. East Lansing bumps. I've been to a couple East Lansing games. Mean fans. Mean fans in East yeah, Lansing. I knew that. They're just a yeah, chip off. They got a little chip on their shoulder. Coral Gables at noon. Oh, that's going to be – I give Miami that one. Noon kickoff at home. Yeah, they're they're good. I would like to uh, see the spread on it. It'll be an interesting um, It spread. is right, currently right now six and a half for Miami. They're, interesting. Uh, Miami, interesting. Miami. I, I, I think Miami will – when I think the thing is, they're they're called the cardiac canes, man. They play down the competition sometimes, but well, um, that's good for go. covering spreads for the other team. Facts. All right, uh, time for America's favorite game, though, folks. JD is, of course, a rookie in this, Samir. Samir, you guys have partake in like the last three playoff weeks. JD, 
the rules of the one sentence game are very simple. You get one sentence and one sentence only describe the NFL game that I bring up. After that is over, we move on. Unless there's something said that is so outrageous, we have to pause and keep going. So, JD, the floor, I, I will take the lead on here to show you. Okay. We'll start quickly. Me and Samir will go, and you can finish up. Cowboys at Buckety or Samir? One sentence. Go. Are the Cowboys that good, or is the Bucks defense something we have to worry about? I don't know. I really don't know. Because All they're right. secondary, they're like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Run on. You you basically just came so close to a run sentence. Where's Kevin with the grammar? Um my one sentence Cowboys Bronco Buccaneers, simple. Dak looked good. Amari looked good. Zeke's terrible. Next. Well, that's a little bit to do with the play calling. I, but 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 I disagree because I think the play calling. He only I had disagree. six carries. But um, okay, so Tampa Bay won and was upset. Dallas lost and is happy. There you go. Yes, completely agree there. All right, moving shows on. we're two different programs right now. Yeah, <laughs> my favorite game of the weekend: Texans Jaguars. Uh, my sentence is simply: Houston in the land of misfit offensive Tories. They're going to keep winning games. They're going to – because Tyrod doesn't lose games, and they have guys who can score points. Um, They're like a five-win team to me now. Um, Urban Meyer. Fake's not going to work. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. That's it. Uh, my sentence, Urban Meyer is going to look great in maroon and gold. Because he's taking the USC job, if you couldn't figure that out. Yo, I think Kevin's in the other room. I think you could probably hear us, but that'd be hysterical if Meyer took the USC job. Um, it's really bad when people are making heart attack jokes on TikTok, sports TikTok already. That was supposed to be one of his gimme wins. I know, right? Like that I was love Ertz, but I Dude, never they looked like it. they didn't even have a shot. Lawrence looked sloppy. Yeah, and that, that, that offense is just – it has no identity – I think okay, they forgot they also like James line. Robinson too, man. They only uh, like just no, barely used. He them. couldn't get. He couldn't move the ball. He wasn't that offensive line. line looks atrocious. Could have used All a little right. ETN. Oh yeah. Uh, if they didn't try to convert him to receiver. <gasps> um, Chargers and the Washington Football Team. All I can say is, God, Justin Herbert MVP. I'm rolling with it. A uh, bummer that Fitz is out. That's all I have to say. They're a much worse team. Who's ready for the Heineke Car Care Bowl? They're a much worse team again, you know? Uh, unimpressed without Fitz Magic. Jared's team might have a chance. NFC East. I don't know. Yeah, jeez. That secondary did not look impressive, by the way. No, no really. and that defensive line, which is their moneymaker, uh, like, didn't get home at all. I also think the LA Chargers had a game plan. They executed perfectly. And also, can I say this though? Chargers are good. A charger, sorry. The Austin Eckler factor. He keeps defenses honest when he's in the ball game. Samir's MVP. There you go. That was a super stretch, but then again, I'm not judging him for it. Oh boy. Seahawks Colts. Carson's curse from the Seahawks continues. Yeah. Um, 
Eagles fans feel better that it's not just Philly. He can't. He just can't play Seattle. He just can't play Seattle. They have been his weakness for since his rookie year. He's zero and five against Seattle in his career. This is a classic Russ's cooking situation, huh? It's gonna be that first few weeks. How many MVP votes again? Yeah, exactly. He's gonna cook. He'll cook, but for how long? I kind of want to change mine. Russ, first half of the season MVP season starts. That's what it should have been. There you go. That's clever. Great first half MVP season. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Next up, Jets and Panthers. Samir, why the fuck was this your upset? That's that was my sentence. Hey, I mean Zach Wilson looked good. Do they look? They're they're. I guess my part to that sentence is their play calling was so unbalanced. I think that's just grow. Yeah, I guess I don't know why. I'm not going to justify why I picked it. It was because there was not much left when I was looking at what there was. Um, it's not miserable. Was, it was close. Um, yeah. We have breaking news from our producer, Kevin, in the background. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Um, Josh Gordon has yeah. it's been determined by NFLPA. He successfully – hold on. I read this wrong. <laughs> has successfully completed in a minor treatment program, has recommended the NFL to he be reinstated – First source is Gordon is, Gordon is waiting for NFL, NFL approval. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell said, uh, from NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell, but he said he has he is ready to play and is vaccinated. So Josh Gordon to a team. Hopefully none of my teams. No, um, thank, you. no thank you yeah, to Josh I mean, Gordon. I'll say Josh well, Gordon. You're going to have him. Yeah. Oh, by the way, highest rated blocker in week one as a receiver. Oh, no. Was any skill position player? JJ Ortega Whiteside. He's found his niche, boys. Mm, Interesting. (laughs) All right. um, We're still doing Jets Panthers, right? Jets Panthers, yes. Samir, defend yourself. Oh, um, Zach Wilson looked good and Corey Davis is good. That offense is going to grow into something cool. It will. Trust me. Fair. Sam uh, Darnold, best QBR in his career. Change of scenery. Good for him. Good Robbie for Anderson is still fast as goddamn shit. It's also, did you see his five longest passes in his career are all to Robbie Anderson? <laughs> I think that was pretty smart of him to follow him funny. to Carolina. All right. Vikings at Bengals. <laughs> Minnesota's so bad. Oh, so my bad. God. Oh, my God. Joe, this was so embarrassing. Joe Burrow's the truth, man. I think Joe Burrow... Uh, Joe Burrow is going to keep that team winning games. He also, Zach Taylor, should not get credit for that last play call because he, uh, uh, what do you call that, uh, audibled into it. So, Joey B, um, franchise quarterback. Joey B looks great. Don't buy the Jamar Chase hype yet, guys. I'm going to tell you right now. Minnesota has a worse secondary besides Harrison Smith than Atlanta. He caught the ball. Yeah, I mean, he caught the ball. Yeah, I know. I mean, it was thrown high enough. I mean, you see a rock coming at you, you'll catch it eventually. Um, dude, the Viking, the the Vikings are bad. That's my sense. The Vikings are really bad. Yes, they can score points with Jefferson and Cook, but I looked at their defense and I'm like, oh my god, they can't stop anybody. They can get after you, but Joe Mixon just was shredding them, and then their safeties and their corners and their safeties, not named Harrison Smith, are getting smoked. I think Minnesota lost so much in the free agency. They're really hosed on defense. Um, Evan McPherson, welcome to the league, baby. Let's get some kicker hype in here. That 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 game winner was pretty fucking electric. Good I job, love the baby. Bengals tweeted too because they got a lot of shit. That's why you draft a kicker. 
Yeah. Good for you, you Bengals. It's week one, though, so. Yeah. All right. Cardinals and Titans. Jeez. God damn it, Tennessee. That's my sentence. That's that's my sentence. What the hell was that? I get it. Chandler Jones is one of the greatest pass rushers of our generation, but what the hell was that? Uh, Let's go with Kyler Murray. Best video game quarterback since Mike Vick? Potentially. I think that dude was unreal running around the field. Good God. I might have, it's week one, so I don't want to backtrack too fast. I thought the Cardinals would come down. I thought Cliff would be on the hot seat. It's week one, you know, but we're over, we're overreacting. They, what we do, a, but. they just beat a Super Bowl, cont- a possible AFC title game contender off the rip. Also, and, where the hell yo, was Julio? They need to yeah. sign some damn defensive help now. <laughs> like Tennessee yeah, will secondary lost on defense. Yeah. Uh what I was gonna say is is the Cardinals defense good? <laughs> is it I'm not sold yet. Yeah, I, I don't want to think good, I think they have good personnel. Because think about it, this was the offense that was hyped up the most throughout the entire offseason. They come and then the Cardinals just shoot them down. Chandler Jones goes off. I think this. I think it's a little bit of both, honestly. Right, um, dude. Like the, the personnel of that Cardinals defense is incredible. I, I, they, they just every key player played great. I was worried about their secondary, but their secondary kept Tannehill out of the end zone. Yeah. So. I still think like, they need more there. I still think they're very thin at quarterback. Cornerback. Yeah, that defense was rough, but still, the credit to the Cardinals. They looked awesome. Maybe one of the most impressive performances of the weekend, top to bottom. Well, I'm sorry, no. Tannehill did throw one t- did uh, throw one touchdown to AD, AJ Brown. He ran one in himself, so kept Derrick Henry and Julio Jones out of the end zone. Yeah, all right. Next Julio, up, Julio was a non-factor. Yeah, Julio was just Kevin, who has him on his roster in our league. Me too. That was very. Um, That's why I lost. There you go. All right, Philadelphia and Atlanta, Samir. Oh, shit, guys. Oh, fuck. I don't know. <laughs> uh, is it going to be the Eagles this year? Is that is it really going to be the Eagles this year? That's that's my sentence. Fuck. That's my my sentence is just this. Fuck. Um, congrats, Jared. They look good. Atlanta also looked really bad. But yeah, it is the Falcons. It's week one. So it's like this is the week of is that this team look good because this team is bad or is this team actually good? and that team is actually decent, but they played a good team. We don't know the answers to that because it's week one. Um, that being said, I should have listened more because you said their schedule's not great. So it looks like they, even if they're beating teams that are under 500, it looks like they have a team that can do that. They're going to win probably more games than I expected. Fair enough. But I'm still not sold on playoffs. I will say that. Um, my sentence is a two-part only because, you know, this is my squad, so I might as well throw something out there. Um, Let's put a, one, what do they call that? A column or – yeah, it's going to be a big old common and in the sentence. Um, one, it just looks so different. It feels like 27. I'm not saying this is not Super Bowl predictions, so don't say I'm comparing. I'm saying the vibe feels like 2018, 2017 all over again. Team look bought so, it. The celebrations, our quarterback and our, our head coach have a secret handshake. Like, guys are jumping up and down, going crazy. They're dancing in the locker room, being jackasses, just like the – the kind of Eagles I love and grew up with. Like, this is the culture that 
Lori always praises about the Eagles having, and they didn't have it the last two years. So this is incredible. I loved it. Um, the actual sentence for the game is that the defense looked good and Hurts looked better. Holy shit. Like, Hurts just played efficient. He made smart throws. Every read, w- there was only one ball where I'm like, oh, I got to bring that down. The accuracy looks fixed. The receivers were getting open. Yes, Atlanta's secondary is not great, but their offense was like great, and their the Eagles' defense held them to six points. Like the Eagles' pass rush was getting home a lot. Slay and Nelson looks like a solid cornerback duo. Um, guys, this team looks legit. I, I don't know how deep they're gonna go. And the one team that actually their first game actually tells the story of their season is Philadelphia. Go back and look, 2017. Thriller against the Reds, the Washington football team. They played great, and it was a lot of lucky plays and lucky calls. Their whole season was based off luck and being a team of destiny. 2018, they win a nail-biter over the Falcons. That entire season was injuries, nail-biters, and how the hell did they win that game? And then double doink, example A. Um, and then 2019, they beat the barn doors off of Washington, and it just they won with offense and quarterback play. 2020, they blew a lead and got their ass kicked. So, generally, the first game of the season for Philadelphia is the tell of this of their season. Getting hyped. I think we should have a rule. Fair, but Atlanta's defense, like known as being one of the worst defenses in the league, last three years. Like, so I will say I'm not, on the offense. I'm not little. giving them credit. I'm not giving them too much credit. Defense is legit. The, the defense is yeah. legit. The Falcons' defense was in the right. Play, they weren't making the dumb mistakes they were making last year. I'm saying is they're, the personnel isn't that great, but they, they were coached better. If that makes you feel any better about Atlanta. Like They're going to win some games with their defense because their defense was in the right spots. They just got beat athletically over the top. Also, Sirianni called a fantastic ball game. They with, look well coached. That, that yeah, was going to be my takeaway from the whole thing. Because even what you're saying, even to my critique of, okay, it's the Falcons' defense – that being said, they did exactly what they should do. They roasted them. Um, they they took what was given to them, and uh, they had uh, very low penalties. Well coached. Siriano, uh, he looked like he, he had control over the game, which is impressive to see from a first-time head coach. Uh, really. Or, is also, he a first-time head coach? Yeah, first-time NFL head okay. coach. All right. Um, the other thing I'll say is nothing looked forced. Right. And that's good coaching. Yeah, that's good coaching. That's good fundamentals on the quarterback position. Like, there was no dumb plays where I'm just like, why did you just do that? Right. The, also, the touchdown, the, the touchdown to, uh, I don't know which one was sicker, the touchdown to Goddard or the catch by Devontae Smith. That Devontae Smith catch looks so clean. Yeah, he looks good. Oh, yeah. Just good looked, to see from a fantasy owner perspective. He looks he at looked, home. He looked, he looked like it, the moment wasn't too big. He was ready to play in the NFL, so good for him. All right. I think every time uh, when we play this one-sentence game that Jared rambles about the Eagles – he has to do it in like a Shakespearean sonnet. It has to be like A B A B rhyme scheme. I like that. You have to think it through. Oh, Instead man. of one sentence, we should have to make a haiku about every game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, I hate the haiku. <laughs> All right, um, we had to learn about that when I was in high school. All right, the game. So the next two games are games that cost me money and cost me points. Didn't actually cost me money, but cost me a stake in money. Um, the 49ers and Lions. Listen, the boys are playing hard for Danny Kneecaps, man, but their defense is still bad. That roster's not good. 
Their offense yeah. played pretty good down the stretch, though. I'm not going to lie. They came, they started coming back. Also, should I be scared as a Niners fan because they couldn't put away the Lions? Yes. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think they just, they, they just got a little complacent because they were up by so much. Happens so that, much in the NFL when you get a lead yeah. that early. Uh, we've seen that. But then you come out and just do the takeaway. It's like, all right. Madden score. But you could take out take away from that game that, okay, we made we made a bunch of mistakes. You know, that Debo fumble was really costly. But right. in the end, we still, like, our defense still buckled down. We still won. I still, I think I was wrong about Seattle won. Uh, but I'll admit that right now. I think my Seattle pick was bad. Um, but I oh. think the 49ers might be the worst team in this conference. And that's this division. And that's saying something because they're all going to – I think I they're, they're going to have – they're all going to finish with the winning records. Like I think San Fran will go nine and eight, but Arizona's offense and defense combo looks electric. The they could get three teams in the playoffs. Yeah, Seattle's going to finish prior on ten and seven, nine, uh, eleven and five, and then you have the Rams who just look lights out. So, um, um I, I will say uh, one sentence: Jared Goff with a touching Matthew Stafford tribute, throwing the ball all over the yard in the fourth quarter, trying to make an amazing comeback and falling yeah. short. Good for you, Jared Goff. You look, Jared you look Goff, right at listen, home. I think that's just a culture there. I think it doesn't matter. Yeah. He's accepted his is. new life. Right, yeah. right. All right. He's a Detroit guy now. Also, shout out, uh, or not shout out, feel really bad for Jeff Okuda, man. Third year yeah. in the league, and this is his second season-ending injury. Tough, tough. They need him, too. It's tough. his second And where the hell was Brandon Ayuk? There's a second. Is yeah, this it was a second. Is this third year in the league? Second He's just been year. hurt. It is second year. He was the number three yeah. pick last year. Yeah. I'm for serious, bro. Okay. I'm trying to think. Okay. But um, yeah, no. Um sucks for Jeff Okuda, but also yeah, Devo Samuel was dominating for them yesterday. That that was their guy. <laughs> Yeah. I feel like Ayuk. Okay, so Ayuk to me never. I passed on him twice in in my leagues because I didn't trust. Like, oh my god, he had one great. He had a couple of good, decent, okay games, and then against Philadelphia, nah, he had a dude. crazy. He had a crazy dude. hurdle. I he averaged like Ayuk. seventeen points a game for the last half of the year. I don't care because they were gonna bury him for Debo anyway. Once Kittle got those were all Kittle catches. To be honest, San Fran was that team that. I just was – I didn't know what to expect from them at all. If they came out bad and went like 500 this year, I wouldn't be shocked. If they came out and won 12 games, I wouldn't be shocked. Also, because their personnel is good. Playing, but oh, this this like quarterback by committee shit's crazy. Stupid. We'll get to yeah, that. Yeah, same thing in the Bears football. game. We'll get to – yeah, I was going to say. We'll get to that right. Sunday Night Football. Steelers, Bills. Fuck, Buffalo. You just cost me a shot of a million dollars. What the fuck? Oh, my first game in my survival pool. Part oh, of my signing no. bonus was Steelers oh, Bills. No. My backup game oh. was the was the Packers over the Saints. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I was just destined to lose everything this weekend. Man, I should have just bet on my Eagles and walked away. My sentence for this game, I I, I fell victim, maybe a little bit biased, um, and we'll see long term, but. Steelers never sleep on the Steelers. Great organization. The steel curtain. They're going to win games by steel curtain and 
Big Ben has to throw three big passes a game, and they'll win a lot of games like that because that defense is legit. Oh yeah, um, my and underwhelmed by Josh Allen. My my first one is, is Buffalo. I think through the week, every year there's that one like contest, Super Bowl contender who starts the year sloppy. It's Buffalo this year. I think Buffalo will be okay, but I think they just came out half asleep. Division's not. Uh, uh, Buffalo, get a running game. You need it. Yeah. Zach like, Moss inactive, which was a choice. I mean, they. I think they said they, they like Breida more. Neither of them matter. You need, especially, I mean, the Steelers have a great secondary, great pass rush. If they, if you can contain Josh Allen, you need something to make something with because they pass 60% of the time, and that's not going to fly when uh, people know it's coming. Go get Ty Gurley. He'll eat also, up carries. Also, that fourth and one, was that the worst play of the weekend? What was yes. that? What what was that? Yep. When he just stood up and was like option pass or run, but like fourth and one, he throws it five yards behind. Like what? That looked like someone spammed a button on Madden. That was the weirdest play. Oh, my God. All right. Now we're making our way to the late games. Browns and Chiefs. This was a fun game to watch, okay? okay. This lived up to the hype. Until Monday, probably game of the weekend. I still think it was game of the weekend. I actually enjoyed this game more. Yeah. The Raiders in Baltimore kind of was like. Until the end, right? This one was competitive. This game was so much fun. This game was heartbreaking. It was the heartbreaker game of the week. I think Cleveland played their hearts out. I think Cleveland's still a contender. Kansas City, they're still good. Like, that's all I got to say. It, they're just two good teams. Mm-hmm. Played to the end this is what you could have asked for. They yeah. are who we thought they were. That's it. Um, yeah, I kind of made fun of the, the Cowboys a little bit earlier for this, but I'm going to kind of say it. No moral victories, nothing like that. But as good as you could feel with a loss, um, especially because – that loss came with uncharacteristic things, a.k.a. Nick Chubb, who doesn't fumble the ball at a key moment. It felt like we were the better team, and about three things happened that rarely happened. I mean, the, the, the punt drop, you know, the punter dropping it and then not kicking it. He had plenty of time to freaking kick the ball. Ugh, whatever. Um, yeah, I, I guess as good as I can feel with a loss in Arrowhead, uh, we, we played probably uh, the best, if not top three team in the league. Uh, and at their place, one of the hardest places to play, and I thought we were the better team for the most part. Uh, but turnovers are going to lose you games, so got to clean that up. I think the Browns, yeah. they're good. I, what I took away from this, we're good. We're a good team. Yeah. Uh, my sense, my sense is the Arrowhead effect is is just as strong as ever because those, you know, Momentum those mistakes. You're like. You know, you're saying those mistakes don't happen. Usually they happen because they're an air ahead. You know, the punter right. drops the ball because that crowd is rocking. You know, that that it has to play a part into it. Right. And, uh, yeah, you guys played great. It, you, you guys are a great team, but this might be the thing where it's like, oh, well, you didn't beat the Chiefs. Now you got to go back to Arrowhead in the playoffs. Right. right. Um, yeah, no, 100%. Uh, it's one of those that I think I said it in our preview that, like, that if we get them in the playoffs, who is at home is probably going to win that game. Yeah. Uh, Cause I do think we match up fine against them. We can run the ball. We have a great pass rush. Uh, that's what Tampa did in the super bowl. So it just sucks. Cause the chiefs are the chiefs and Mahomes, Mahomes, you have your lead is never safe. Uh, they can 75 yard touchdown like that, like up by nine, feeling good fourth quarter and Tyreek Hill, man, 
he just he's unbelievable. What a connection. They look like they're playing. They look like the, they have the three most, most athletic kids out and playing in the backyard. That's what it looks like because they don't yeah. even run routes. They just run around. All righty. Those got five more games left. We'll get on out of here. Uh, the most surprising game of the weekend, the Green Bay Packers getting <laughs> whacked by Jameis Winston. Eating, just out here eating W's, boys. Eating, eating W's. Like, holy shit. Like, what happened? Is Aaron Rodgers trying to pull a Paul Crew and throw the game? Like, damn, like this is I, – I don't think Green Bay woke up on Sunday morning. I think they just said we're going to sleep in and just call it a day. They're throwing games. Can I do my sentence first? Go for it. Um, I just tried to – reminds me of something my trainer said before the game. What he say? I don't know. He just said be prepared. That's yeah. <laughs> I love Jameis. God. Also – did you guys see the stat that if Aaron Rodgers just spiked the ball into the ground every play, he would have had a better QBR? That's hysterical. Yeah. He had a worse QBR than if he literally took the ball and spiked it in the ground every single play. I've never heard a stat like that in my life. Uh, Packers fans, are you guys okay? That's my sentence. You don't like, want to read too much, but. Like, yeah. no, like the amount of shit I heard all offseason about the Pack from Packers fans. Yeah, like the second Rogers trip to camp, like, are y'all okay? Like, it, it, like, first of all, New Orleans fans are fucking insufferable this week. Holy, I'm like, guys, congratulations! I'm happy you guys are surviving and thriving, but damn, relax. It's week one. Jameis threw a uh, four, five touchdowns. Great, he only threw for 140 yards. Like, let's he not didn't need to. him. I know he, he didn't need to. I know over, he didn't need to. Okay, Queen. Okay, yes, my my cousin and my uh, my and Kevin said we're both in my fantasy league. They're both looking at me like. Like, why can't I get Jameis? Because <laughs> Kevin's like, because I got him first. <laughs> like, I get he's going to throw a lot of touchdowns, but it's like, and they took Camaro, but they're going to be a decent team. But guys, like, I swear, I think just, you know, like, Green Bay just stepped in it. And That's what it is. I'm not buying New Orleans yet. There's not a better time to play Green Bay, but go ahead, Samir. Sorry, we haven't chimed in. Uh, Yeah, my sentence is um, got to watch McAfee tomorrow. I just want to see what Aaron Rodgers is like today. Today, I haven't oh, watched was it, it today? Yet. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I got. Yeah. I do. I do. Yeah, I gotta watch it. Gotta watch it. I, you gotta see how he feels. You know that, like that. It and it's great that we have that interview like available to us now. Yeah, it because fun. that's like really telling for the team. I honestly think they were just unprepared. I I, I really think so, and I think they'll be okay uh, going forward, but. Jeez, that was embarrassing. Uh, especially because who's going to win that division? They, All right, time. The they got the, time to yeah. figure it out. They got time the, to figure it out. Do you guys see the meme that was like uh, – um, it was like the, the NFC North, and uh, it was like it smelled like bitch in here, but it's the Detroit Lions because they have the, they had the lowest uh, loss differential. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was what I think uh, Big Cat from Barstool tweeted out. He's a big Bears fan. No matter what happens tonight, we're still tied for first in the divisions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Great. All right. Oh, God. Samir, I'm sorry, buddy. We got to no, talk dude. about it. I'm fine. If it makes you feel better, I had Maserati sitting next to me. And you know, he's a big Giants fan, right? right. I felt horrible. I didn't just sit like he, he he sat there at the bar with me and Kevin, my cousin, everyone else, watching the Eagles just thump the Falcons. And then we come back, we're watching the game on the big screen, and they're just getting their ass handed to him. And the scores were reflected, but it just felt the vibe like New York didn't have it. That's my sentence is just 
God, Daniel Jones, they need a new quarterback in New York. That's what it is. That team just felt uninspired. Um, I'll go and let Samir finish with a, a rant or whatever. Lots of comma sentence for, for Samir. Um, new role. Your team, you get three sentences. Okay. Um, my first sentence is Samir was having a great weekend until 425 yeah. on Sunday. And my second sentence is – I'll only do two here real quick. Um, my second sentence is I just feel absolutely defeated as a Giants fan after one week. And I've always had kind of an optimism and usually try not to read too much into week ones. I feel utterly defeated. This team's no good. This team is no good. That offensive line, you just can't 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 win football games and your offensive line is atrocious. And it is. No. Again, and Daniel Jones, hang on to the football. I'm done Dude, with him. I moved on. I mean that like if he doesn't fumble there, the game's a game. Like if, There's that's that's so many games of his though. Exactly, that's what I'm right, saying. Is right. it's just like you can't. It's your third year, man. And I was right. like, dude, I got so excited uh, for that that deep throw to Slayton in like the first or second drive where mm-hmm. he where he got him offsides and then let it fucking rip and hit Slayton mm-hmm. deep. That was awesome. That was some Daniel Jones brilliance. And I was like, is this the is this the little flat the Josh Allen flashes? No. <laughs> Garrett's bad. Get rid of Garrett. No. Gentleman sucks. I lost money on this game. I was like, oh. yeah, it's the Broncos. Broncos are good. <laughs> we what the guys? And and you know, I'll say the defense. The defense is still good, but the defense, you know, you're like, oh, they love twenty seven points. They're on the field the whole game. Right, right. They, like they were on the field the entire second quarter, and it's like, yep. you, you're not. You, we suck. <laughs> What I saw, like overreaction week one, what I saw, well, one of the worst teams in the league week one. Yeah. Now, will they figure it out and be, you know, win games and win seven games? Probably. I mean, they, they have enough talent and hopefully Saquon might as well have not played, by the way. I know. Like, might as well like, have just, what, what were we doing there? Um, yeah, we need Saquon. Like, I, I get they're trying to ease him back or whatever. I, I, I would have felt better if he almost didn't suit up today. Or right. Not today, Sunday, but. Yeah, so many concerning things. The team's not going to be good until they fire Gettleman. I think we talked about it a little bit before the show started, me and Samir. But the team's not going to be good until you fire Gettleman. No. Uh, plain and simple. I don't, I don't blame it all on Joe Judge. Uh, he's handed a shit lousy roster, and you've had what four or five years. I'm tired. We're too too proud of an organization to be rebuilding every year. So I know. Sterling Shepard said it the best. You're often you're you're Gettleman did not give you a shit roster. He just gave you one part of a shit roster, and it's the most important part of the whole fucking roster. Because he because he's stubborn and he refuses to fucking fix it. Because he tried to fix it and it didn't work. So he's like, all right, we're just gonna keep keep it. Yeah, <laughs> but he's given us all his roster. He said shit roster. Years. My brain just reset. I'm like, well, what happened? But uh, anyway, um, it, 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 it's very his quarterback, roster. his offensive line, it year in and year out, the, the roster is not good enough, and that's on Gettleman. The roster might not be shit top to bottom, but yeah, fancy uh, rims on a shitty car. That's what we have. We got 24s on a Toyota Corolla, baby. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, that's that's our new name for the New York Giants, 24s on a Toyota Corolla. I like that. <laughs> um, all right. And one so of them's we- limping. AKA, so. Yeah, one of them's flat. Um, yeah. yeah, that's better. Yeah. Dolphins, Patriots. This game was so strange, so odd, and yet so underwhelming all at the same time. 
Yeah, I think you nailed it. Good yeah, sentence. Just, I was just like, <laughs> Mac looked good. He made good throws. Damian Harris fumbled, and the Patriots and Dolphins are both kind of equal. That's my sentence. Um, yeah, I think Miami's got a legit defense, and I just like, – I'll, I'll double down. I don't think Tua – he might be a starter in this league, but he's not a top. He won't be a top tier starter, maybe ever. I, I I don't buy Tua. He didn't play terrible, but that pick was bad. Um, and the Patriots, I know I, that was my sentence, but just a quick add on: the Patriots are doing unpatriot things, fumbles in bad situations, turnovers, penalties, very unpatriot things. That's what concerned me about the Patriots. And then they got guys mouthing off after the game, talking crap about Tua. Who was that? You know what I mean? Like you just, there's yeah. stuff that used to be just airtight of the Patriots that isn't there right now. And that's the concern for me. Not that they lost this game. Mac Jones looked good. Yeah. I'm not um, I, I want to see Tua with Will Fuller for, for a week. I really do. Um, yeah. It's going to matter. Know. Nobody's blocking for him. Sure, but you could say about Burrow, but and then Burrow had his three weapons, and he could just chuck it, and it worked. Uh, granted, the Vikings sucked, but Damn, you know Burrow's better. Yes, I, I, I agree. Burrow's better. Um, and also some weird play calling from the Patriots. That's like, an, like another one of those Patriots. Like, I, I especially the offensive play calling. It feels like they're not. Feels like they're scared. Which is fair to have with with a rookie quarterback, but it feels like they're too scared. Which is not – it doesn't seem like the Patriots play calling. Two more. Remember, it's a one-sentence game, boys. Both of us, all of us talked about our team, so let's try to bang these out quick. Um, Bears and Rams. Um, Rams look like contenders. Do I think they're Super Bowl contenders? Eh, I don't know, but Stafford looked like he's having fun in L.A. Nagy never learns. He, he did the same thing, changing out quarterbacks last year, screwed up the quarterback room. It's not hard. The Justin Fields touchdown said enough the way his teammates reacted. They want him. Um, I want to eat breakfast with Cooper Cup and Matt Stafford every morning. That's my sentence. Love it. That's it. I'm done. They're great. <laughs> um, Ravens or Raiders? Um, I'm not saying the Raiders are gonna be good, but that was one fun of a game, one fun hell of a game, and they're gonna be one fun hell of a team. Um, listen, it might be due to injury, but I might be right about the Ravens. Just hear me out. I was very low on them, and I still think they're gonna be in. All right, which I think that's a perfect time to pat your own back, man, because you were on point about that. They can't hold a lead. Uh, the most Las Vegas football game I've ever seen. Great start. Good for the fans. The place looked awesome. Nice. All right, you boys, anything else before we roll on out of here? Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> Ryan Braun announced his retirement. So, uh, fuck him. Happy retirement, Ryan. No, Braun. Ryan, rest in hell, you, you fucking, fucking cheater. <laughs> I still am forgiving you for 2011. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. Ladies and gents, a uh, quick last call here. Um, well, folks, uh, week one and week two of the of college football season are both officially in the books. Corner boots in full swing. Um, 
starting next week, we may have some surprises coming your way when it comes of maybe surprise show dates or things like that. Um, we're going to have a little fun, early, possibly early start to our uh, live stream on Thursday. We might have a happy hour corner booth pregame this Ooh. week. We're pregaming the Giants. Yeah, we're pretty. Yeah, Damn right. We are. Damn, not enough liquor in the world to make that game entertaining. Um, yeah, gonna need some. Gonna need a lot of spray, spray cranberries. Heineke, Boy, we're gonna try. Yeah. Just, yeah. I might as well start eating crayons at this point. Heineke versus uh, Dale Jones. Jesus, this is gonna be a weird game. Let's go, what? baby. Oh my lord. Um, the NFC Beast is back on Thursday mm, night. Oh my god. All right, but so that's a couple quick announcements. Uh, first, uh, first and foremost, one, two quick birthday shout outs. Shout out, of course, last. Wednesday to our boy Mr. Kevin. He turned the big two five, and my brother in law, or soon to be brother in law Teddy, turns twenty four on Friday. So quick birthday shout outs there. Um, happy birthday, happy birthday, Kevin Teddy from Martha's Vineyard, ladies and gentlemen. This is your boy Mr. Jared. We're to live stream Thursday. Hopefully, we'll uh, give you a time update on Thursday morning. But for myself, the rookie and the sidekick, that's it. That's all. We'll catch you guys next week. Hey, guys. Jared. Thanks for checking out the Corner Booth Pod. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Corner Booth Pod. This podcast is brought to you by the Belly of Podcast Network.